Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Americans, my fellow members of the world, it's Tuesday night and broadcasting from a couple of shacks in Chicago, Illinois. He's Al Archer. I'm Clark Lawrenson. Together we are the duo known as Larcher and Lawrenson, and you are live at the Sports Attic, my friends. It's been a hell of a week. In the NFL, week six, the Chicago Bears are five and one. And as always, fantasy football has us by the goat. Tonight is waiver wire night in the league that Al and I participate in together that he runs. He recently squeaked out a victory. And we now, we now have trades coming around. People are trying for trades. We got guys that are terrible at fantasy football claiming to be the best. This is what it's all about, folks. We are getting to the middle of the season. Things are ready to rock. And you folks are with us live at the Sports Attic. Welcome in, everybody. And what a gracious, warm welcoming from uh, the co-host, Clark Lawrenson. It's great to be here on another uh, rainy night here in Chicago. Oh. The city of wind, the city of storms. Yeah, brother. Uh, what? The city of the five and one bears. Holy shit. The five and one Chicago bears. Whew. Uh, I see you got, is that the Lawrence Fish Mart on Lawrence Avenue? You're damn right it is. Man, the sushi there is pretty damn good, and the, you can't beat the price. Have you made sushi? I haven't made sushi. I'm concerned about making sushi myself. I, you can't get the roll as tight as other people can get it. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's, I've done it one time. I live across the street from a, a fishmonger, a uh, better fishmonger than what is Lawrence. It, what is it? Lawrence is a lot. Oh, Jeez, wow. Hey, Tony, welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. And uh, so, so yeah, I go to my fishmonger, and that you get the sushi-grade uh, meats. That means, you know, you can eat it raw. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I made some sushi, and you're right. It is very hard. It's something that it takes a long time to master. But, you know, I think it's something you should try. I mean, one, one down, I think I'm going to get better next time I do it. I mean, as, a, as an unemployed citizen of this here country, I have the time. I could probably practice it a little bit myself. But I don't know. Lawrence Fish Mart, yeah. they, they do a fine job, and it's not quite as expensive as going to your place, you know, where you order takeout. Maybe you got a tip there. Over here at Lawrence Fish Mart, they, they make it. It comes out on a platter, basically. It's 
really efficient the way it comes. Uh, you do, I, I believe you have to pick it up. I don't think they're doing any, any delivery. No, of it. it's, a, it's a fishmonger, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This place is a little different than Lawrence Fish down there at 18th and Canal. I've been there, Tony. This place is pretty much just sushi. It's, it's pretty good. I, they, they were running a little bit. They were busy one night. So the owner uh, said, uh, hey, we're busy. Would you like a hat? And I like hats, so there we go. You weren't like, oh, you know, my name is Lawrence Sin, and it's like Lawrence, so can I, would it be all right if I got a hat? Well, that just I mean, causes – that causes a whole issue with how you spell the name. You know what I mean? Because everybody does try to spell Lawrence in L-A-W, and then they just get screwed. And then we don't even have to talk about the Lawrence Sin and Lawrence Sun, S-O-N-S-E-N. And then if you wanted to talk about names, we could talk about Al Archer, your last name, Mr. Archer, as, as sometimes happens for you, my friend. I, I, that's true. <sighs> well, partner. What's up, Tony? How are you, buddy? Shall we, shall we discuss uh, the Chicago Bears' victory over the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, yeah, Sunday mean- afternoon? The Bears won. I had no doubt. I mean, I was zero doubt on this game that this is a game the Bears should have won, mm-hmm. and they did win. And uh, now, now we roll forward in the schedule again. Get starts getting tough again. This was the, this was the free shot. Sure, sure. This is the one that maybe I was hoping to see a little more offense. However, uh, the the defense is stacking up pretty damn good. They they seem a little bit strong. Not that I was expecting them to be horseshit or anything, but they, I mean they're they're back up to 2018, and in fact a lot of stats, my yeah. friend, man, a lot of stats, brother, uh, they're they're higher than 2018. Like uh, in 2018, the points allowed per game was 22.3. Right now they're at 19.3. Rushing yards per game, they're allowing more rushing. They're allowing less less passing. Sure, sample size. Uh, third down percent is down. Red zone percent was 57.1 in 2018. So far this year, it's 31.8. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, is that, but is, is that six games versus a full yeah, season? Yeah, you know what? I, I, I believe it was the total season. So it is sample size as of right now. Um, and, and you got to discuss that they did play the Lions, and, uh, you know, and who the hell is Carolina so far, except Mike Davis seemed to have a little bit more trouble against the Bears, and they're fast receivers. And like more, and then uh, what's his ass Anderson from uh, who used to play for the Jets? They are fast, and you saw a couple flashes of them beat our guys, but the Bears right. took it to them, man. They yeah, really no, our did. Secondaries. Uh, we have a, we have very good defense right now, and and uh, to your point, I I did think this defense was going to be a uh, you know like number fourteenth ranked defense, maybe maybe 10? top ten. Yeah. But right now we're so now we're talking about a top five defense, so. Um, that makes things more realistic. That makes that makes five and one feel a little better than the way we all feel about five and one. Right, right, you know, right, right. Nobody in nobody in Chicago is confident about the Bears being five and one, and there's good reason not to be. They don't have an offense, and we've been to this show before. Look, we bought the ticket. We've sat we've sat through the first twenty minutes of a movie thinking it was brilliant, and then the whole thing goes to shit. By the end of the movie, and you you feel like you wasted your fifteen dollars, and I mean that's right. exactly what it feels like we're in right now. Are you feeling it feels like we're in a false sense of security? Deja vu all over again, though. I mean, is this? Uh, are we going back to the Lovey Smith years of the, you know, every every year or every other year a different coordinator? They're trying to figure out how to do offense, and it's always the defense. Like some of it feels eerily similar to that. Um, 
couple more takeaways here and there, and and the Bears have dominated opponents a little bit more, and I think we're discussing it a bit more than that. What we need is well, a. I'll go ahead. They, I mean, their money is wrapped up in the defense, so it is the same as the Lovey years. It's the same as the Bears have always been. Yeah, the Bears have their money invested in defense. Which I mean, we have a lot of money invested in Khalil Mack. We have a lot of money invested in. Other people on that defense. Well, it, somebody that they're getting at a decent discount is Kyle Fuller. You remember, like, some people were up in arms. They're like, oh, you should have let him go to Green Bay. They, met a, they made an offer at him, and the Bears matched it. And if you're looking at, uh, I mean, what cornerbacks are getting uh, year after year in this league now, what they got Kyle Fuller for was a pretty good discount. Man, isn't he a lot of fun to watch? Yeah, I've always felt he was a good player. I've always felt he he's uh... – you know, and he's maturing. You yeah. got to remember, uh, Charles Tillman wasn't a great. There was times where there were years where Char- Charles Tillman was kind of like, "Why is this? Why? Why do we we got to get better at that position? We got to find somebody better than Charles Tillman." And then the the second half of Charles Tillman's career, we're like, "Wow, this guy is this guy's a gem." Yeah. And uh, I think that's what we're getting. Fuller has shown some good seasons. He, he's he's shown some okay seasons, and. You know, that that's cornerback play. I don't think he's an elite cornerback, but I, I think you could be in the top 10 and not be elite because I think the elite are like three, four guys yeah. that are true shutdown corners. And um, I think I think he's just a really good cornerback. So, yeah. Hey, y'all uh, join in on the conversation right now. We're talking Chicago Bears. Uh, we will talk fantasy football and quite a few uh, other things. Uh, there's many ways to join in. You can give us a call at 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. You can leave a comment on our Facebook Live that we have going on right now. And those of you listening to the podcast version of this year's show, uh, we thank you for doing that. We've been doing the podcast since 2012. Uh, go ahead and shoot us a tweet over at at Larcher Lawrenson. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and you could even, you could even join in on, on camera with us now. We do have that capability this week. Uh, I shared a link in the chat. If you wanted to do that, we're going to bring you on. Uh, you know, don't pull a move like, uh, you know, a lot of people on these Zooms lately. There have been people getting fired for, for showing things on, on Zooms. I don't know if you've seen any of that, Al. It's kind of kind of ridiculous. I, something caught my eye today about some, somebody was jerking it on. Uh, no, I don't know. I, th- I think it just came out. I think he just, yeah, I don't know. Something ridiculous. But yeah. Well, if it falls out, it falls out. I mean, look. You know, uh, you're sitting in your bathrobe and uh, somebody goes sightseeing. This is why you should always be where we are on your Zooms, folks. Like, be, it should be the, the, the headshot, you know, the profile headshot. Tony, that Tony, happened to me one, one time, one time. And this is a very embarrassing story. But Go ahead. I was, uh, I was you know, you know, the Belmont, uh, the uh, L station, the, the, long, the long set of stairs. You Well, most L stations. Absolutely. You got to go up the long set of stairs. I was walking down the stairs once, and uh, all of a sudden, I felt a cool breeze. Oh. And uh, I realized my uh, zipper was open, and somehow Little Al managed to oh. get a peek. Oh. So I was like, oh, my God. Jesus. Like, you know, you go to jail for something. That, actually, like that. that, that, that little mistake on. right there can be a costly fucking mistake. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that could be the end. You, you could be uh, – Locked up in some cell. I mean, and honestly, I, I don't necessarily, yeah, I don't necessarily blame a guy for looking over and seeing that and being like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" I don't know. Uh, Tony jumps in and says, uh, if, "If we can get our running game going a little more, I'll feel more comfortable with the upcoming tougher matchups, like uh, 
The Monday night matchup against the Rams the following week against the Saints. I've been pretty consistent in this criticism. I do not like uh, Montgomery. I don't dislike him. I just don't think he's a very good running back. And, uh, you know, even in college, the guy the guy would get chased down from behind a lot. Yeah. He was never a guy who had, like, a 40-yard scamper. I mean, he was a guy who just kind of grinded it out. Good at gaining yards and, uh, after a hit. He's good at it, it help making people miss tackles. He can be. Yeah. But once people catch up to it, it, it seems a little bit like um, – they're, they're on to the offense. Like week one and two, I think that they were able to do a little bit more with, with Mitchell at quarterback, but I don't think the quarterback matters. I think they're, I think they're pretty much interchangeable in this season, but I think other teams have figured it out. And I, I don't, I think that now you have to adapt and, and you really need to uh, do more with the, the running game would be nice. He seems to abandon it pretty quickly. Does he not? Yeah, Tony Bell got picked up by uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been really good. <laughs> by the way, Edwards Hilaire last night. So the Kansas City Chiefs picked him up, but they didn't play him yet this week, and they played that rookie. And uh, he played like uh, like he wanted to let Le'Veon Bell know that, hey, I'm here. I think he, 200 rushing yards. He definitely had over 200 all-purpose yards. Just yeah. Still no really touchdown, upset. though, right? No, I no touchdown. The guy can I mean, the, the variance, it, it's, he, he's going to regress to means at some point, and those touchdowns should be coming. But, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the joke with him is uh, the guy can't get in the end zone. I think he still hit his expected points because he just had so many damn yards. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, I'd be careful with the, uh, with the Bell pickup. You know, I, th- I think there's going to be some people who are going to overestimate what Bell means to the Kansas City Chiefs. And they're aggressively going to go after him, maybe trade for him. And uh, if I had Bell, and he's been very disappointing on the Jets. I mean, the Jets are dog shit. I mean, we've talked about this many a times. They're one of the worst teams in football. Um, so, I mean, you, you could, and their blocking scheme doesn't fit his style of run, where the Chiefs do. Um, but there's a chance that Lamian Bell is dust. Right. There is a good chance of that. And hmm. you got to remember, there's like 17 running backs in Kansas City. True. So how they use him, you know, how they use him, how many touches of that ball he's going to get, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to project. Can that. he they be your, your touchdown back then? Like if, if they have trouble getting a layer in there, then uh, what? I mean, they could do that. Man, the options for Kansas City right now. Like what does it hurt them to sign Le'Veon Bell? at this point, you know, like, I mean, they're getting to the playoffs. They're going to be there. They might as well see what else they can do. I don't know. I, uh, so I'm playing Madden and I'm in a league with Patrick and I got the Buffalo bills. And last season I had the, you know, they have Devin Singletary and they got Zach Moss and in fantasy in real life, Zach Moss, I think is better football than Singletary, but Madden Singletary was great. He, He was awesome for me and he's young and okay. he's rated like an 84. He jumped up to like an 86. But week one of the season was starting, and I look in free agency, and uh, Kareem Hunt is a free agent. Nobody signed. Wow. I went and signed Kareem Hunt. You yeah. know, I mean, there's a, you, you can have an embarrassment of riches. You can have great depth. Like, wh- why not? If you could afford it, if you could do it, fine. And now Hunt is my feature back, and I use uh, a Singletary kind of a change of pa- pace back, and I have a – I'm usually a one running back guy, but I got a running back by committee going. Nice. That's good. 
Um, we, we are officially live and on. I just did that check, Al. I really did. Um, speaking of Kansas City, we'll get right back to some Bears stuff, but I, I alluded to it earlier in our fantasy football league, the league that you are the commissioner yeah. in. Hell, a lot of trades Great. are being talked about the probably last two the days. Probably the best commissioner in football. Wow. I, I mean I, – I don't believe that you're bad at, at your gig. You do a great you do a, you do a great job. I say I say great. I'll, I'll stick with great. Uh, but um, that that 4 p.m. Monday night football game, which is amazing. I got in trouble for watching too much football on Sunday, and then all of a sudden at 4 p.m. on a Monday night, there's more football on. Uh, it was awesome. And uh, watching that came down to the wire. I had Patrick Mahomes, and he's just running the football out. And it came down to him. If he would have gotten seven yards, I would have beaten you on his run. Yeah. He ended up with like two and a half or three. And you beat me by a, a two-tenths of a point, something like that. It was insane. Happy it's it good was, being victorious. It was a lot of fun. All of my metrics tell me that I'm still the number one team in this league and that everything's going to work out just fine. Um, a lot of people, though, I obviously have the goods. If a lot of people are – people are wanting Connor from me today. People are wanting – I'm getting offers for MCC. Who, Brandon? Is Brandon? No, none of, none of these terrible offers actually even came from Brandon. I know. It's surprising. Brandon me. and I are working on some stuff today. There might be a trade in that mode. Well, I just think that people think that I'm a bad trader. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to tell you who. No, I have to tell you who. But uh, Al's Beef. There's a team called Al's Beef in our league. Am I wrong? Honor me, of course. In honor, in honor of you. Oh, they're gone. They took them off. Hang on, let me see. All right, um, he offered me uh, which uh, w- one of his wide receivers for uh, James Conner, and it's a wide receiver. Hang on, let me just take a quick look. Yeah, Billy's he, in the chat. He's he's, he's paying attention. Hey, Billy, who'd you offer me there? Fulgham. He's had three good games in the last week. So right now, he has never caught. He's never been this valuable in the league, right? Obviously, you want to sell him at this point, and I understand where Billy's coming from. Totally. But I'm not trading you for Billy, for James Conner right now. I Billy can't. got upset. I laughed at the post when he, he put the 18-point average. And, I mean, I had fair reason. The guy has been in three games. Fulgham, now, listen, I played Fulgham in like 40% of my DraftKings lineups over the weekend. I mean, I get Fulgham. I understand where you're coming from. Right. But understand this. Three games, three touchdowns, okay? There's going to be regression. And he's a guy who's going to, there's going to be games where he's not going to get touchdowns. I understand it's a starting offer, but it's almost like, I mean, by, by what I'm looking at here, it's, I mean, I'm losing 12 and a half percent of my team. Like my team's value drops by 12 and a half percent at this point at running back two, I go down by negative three. I go down at flex by minus seven. And that's, that's a matchup of the two. Like, I, I get that he's had three good games, but man, I'm I, I need more you sample size. Listen, Clark, you're looking at you're looking at something statistically, and this this is in Billy's defense now. You're looking at a machine that's taking numbers into account. If you really want to look at reality, Fulgham is in a great position. He he's on a team with zero offense. Now there's zero offensive line, but if he's catching the passes underneath, if he's the target. You're getting a, a guy who, who you can start as your third wide receiver every week. Good guess. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Sippin? There it is. Wait, what is it? Uh, there it is. 
Spike Bikes Coffee. Spike Coffee. <laughs> it's the morning for me. This is the morning show. So. Oh man. I woke up. I woke up about four. So. Did like you? At late afternoon. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, so Fulgham. I mean, I get the value with with, with Fulgham. I mean, it's not. He's not ridiculous. He's not completely ridiculous. What do you think of this trade? I need somebody, a top. I need a top wide receiver. My receivers are are kind of rough, and I could use that. And I, but you're talking about so giving up Connor, huh? Why, why aren't you talking to me? Well, let's have a chat. I, I have an, why don't you go? Embarrassment of riches wide why don't you go ahead with what you're talking about? Let me queue up what I can do with you, and we, we'll we'll talk. What do you? What do you think of this? What do you think of this trade? David Johnson for Fuller. David Johnson for Fuller. Um, I, I don't. I don't know if I can take it because Fuller is my number two receiver, and he's he's solid, but th- he comes with injury risk. And you're going to get David After Johnson. David Johnson, the running back. Yeah, <sighs> the running back. Can he be trusted? I know. I'm not excited about that. I'm not. Well, I'm automatically Fuller's turned off. By it. I'm automatically turned down. off by it. Let's just see here. Yeah. You want Connor? Yeah, I can't do Will Fuller straight up. Not a chance, right? No, I can't. I can't really? do Allen Robinson straight up. No. Mm. For for Connor. For wow. Connor. Mm. Elijah, I go to bed at six a.m. So just put it in perspective. <laughs> if I have a coffee after, like like on show nights, I'll have one at four, and usually then it's a half and half, like a half decaf, half coffee, and then then things are good. I don't know if you noticed last night, Al, I was oh, that during the championship match, I was kind of starting to doze, but I stuck with it. I fought yeah, through, yeah. I battled and I made it. I made it. I was going to ask you um, why you kept standing up, but then I'm like, oh, he's probably just trying to stay away. I was standing Good. up to try to Force stay away. <laughs> <laughs> By the uh, way, just a side note, it's just a side note on how great at fantasy I am. This year in head-to-head competition on DraftKings, 70% win rate, 196 wins versus something like 78 losses. Wow, that's pretty good. Pretty damn good. Yeah, it is. All right, here it is. So if you remember the week that McCaffrey got hurt, I uh, I, I mentioned – Hey, Jim, what's up? I mentioned – hey, Elijah. Hey, guys. Hello, everybody. I mentioned uh, that uh, McCaffrey was uh, possibly on the trade block at the time. Which means, I mean, you're going to yeah. get him at a bit of a discount because I know that he's going to be gone for four to six. Um, right. And then uh, somebody waited till today to make me an offer for him. Today. And it's Brandon Cooks and Antonio Gibson for Christian McCaffrey. No. And I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And, and that, one would be, um, that one would be from Ezekiel's Locket. Cooley made me that offer right there. Yeah. Can't do it, right? So so the Wolf Fuller David Johnson actually has a plus plus for both parties. Okay. I get a gain, he gets a gain. You t- take a flyer on it. Go for it. Where the, where... I can't though. I can't because my, my wide receiver my running back isn't that bad. It's bad. Like believe me. One of my starters is out this week. Uh, you know, not 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 good whatsoever. Let me pull up my team here. I, I think yeah. I have Sanders and uh, oh, these computers. You know, so yeah, slow. Back I in do the old know. days, we had notebooks. You just flip a page. Yeah, I have Delvin Cook who's out. 
Oh, this is the wrong team. I only have four teams. A hypothetical. Would you would you take Swift and Fuller? Would you give them up for Connor? I don't. Yeah, I would. I'd consider it. I would consider that. I'd consider it. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. Because look, my running backs. I have Joe Mixon, who's hurt. I have Mike San Miles Sanders, who's hurt. Eskin is a great great value. Yeah. I, I mean, I did good. I did good at running back depth. I have Gaskin, Swift, and Moss, and all of them are starting to get touches. Swift might take over as the number one back in Detroit. What's Moss going to be? That's the thing. What is Moss going to be other than taking taking a you know carries away from Singletary, which hasn't seemed to matter either. Well, I think he's going to be the receiving back. But, I mean, that, that aside, look, Zach Moss is going to have touchdowns taken away from him by Singletary, by Allen, and deep balls to Diggs or Brown. So, I mean, Zach Moss is – I'm holding him, but it would take an injury for the value to really mature there. But DeAndre Swift is definitely looking – I, I think he's going to outpace uh, uh, the old man Peterson pretty soon. You know, I think Peterson was an early season – Let's get uh, let's get uh, Swift comfortable. Let's ride Peterson till he can't yeah. go anymore, and and then uh, let's throw Swift in. I think we're getting there. Put him on Gaskin's the shelf. He's a great running back. Put him on the shelf for a little bit. Put uh, the old Peterson on the shelf for a bit. Bring him back for the playoffs for the Lions. Yeesh. If if I give you Will Fuller, DJ Shark replaces him as my my wide receiver. If you Allen Robinson, Odell Beckham, DJ Shark. That's not bad. With Corey Davis. With Corey Davis. <laughs> thank you, Clark. With uh with Corey Davis on the shelf, possibly coming back. You know, I saw a stat today that Tannehill has like the same statistics, if not better play than Mahomes over the last twelve games. How hurt? How hurt is uh, Sanders? I think he's going to be two weeks. Did not practice on the injury report. Uh, so would you do, uh, would you do Gaskin and Fuller for Connor? Gaskin and Fuller for Connor. No, Billy, I didn't think that it was an insult. Uh, uh, Fulgham and Singletary. My, my, my issue on that is I can't do it um, because I don't know who Fulgham is after a three game sample size. And I, I, I don't know. And and I haven't looked at future schedule other than looking at the numbers that say for the rest of the season, it just isn't going to work out. Like Connor is a hot commodity. There's a reason why you want him, right? Guys, you can join in, leave comments as people are like Billy. What's that? I mean, Fuller's a really good value. Fuller's a guy I shouldn't trade to anybody and everybody wants him because he's a guy who obviously is, he's a deep ball guy on a team without a lot of options. Um, yeah, I mean, I would seriously have to consider that, Clark, because I have no running back. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four to join in. Uh, mention uh, the trades in your league or in this league if you're in that one. Uh, or you can join us uh, here. You can jump in. Make sure that your backgrounds are good, and uh, make make sure that you're all uh, you're all taken care of. But you can join in on this link right here where uh, you'll be able to uh, be on screen with us uh, this week. We just got that added. What was that? I just want to explain to Elijah, coffee and weed's not a poor man's eight ball. It's a sophisticated gentleman's morning, you know? That's uh, that's how you start your day. It's the best part of waking up. 
with a wake and bake with a sip of coffee. I mean, Jesus. Uh-oh, Brandon has an offer for you. What's your offer uh, to get Fuller with Al? Brandon says that you should you should trade him. Yeah. David Johnson, right? But I, I would much rather have Connor. Yeah, but much, much, much. Mm, man. I don't like David Johnson just doesn't excite me. Like he wasn't on my draft board. I mean I don't even know what he's doing. I think I'm giving up a lot. I'm giving up some here. I think you are we're both giving up. I'm giving up my number two wide receiver. You're giving up my number what? two running back, but yeah. it's a little better. I don't know. But you have Christian McCaffrey and you have Gurley and Dave. Well, Davis and Peterson, though, their value is just dropping out. I, I don't have much depth there. That's why I'm going to need. Nobody does. This is a really hard year at running back for everybody. Yeah, I, I did well. I got lucky on the handcuff. I had Davis on my roster when McCaffrey went down, and he performed great until this week when he went, when he met up with the Chicago Bears. God, how great is that defense, hell, of the Chicago Bears? Pretty damn good. Uh, so McCaffrey, Connor, Gurley's considered the number 16 running back, and until he gets hurt, which he hasn't yet, I mean, Atlanta uses him. They use him in the red zone. He is the red zone guy. Uh, yeah, Gaskin, Swift. Uh, hey, let me know if you want to jump in on the phone line, guys. Uh, leave a message in the comments that say that you're, you're giving a call to 760-454-8834. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it, but I'm also running over some of these. Uh, these I'm running over the numbers for the trades, for the fantasy trades and what have you. Ay, ay, ay. So on a beer down last week with Kellen and uh, Kellen and I, I predicted a bears victory 28 to 14. Didn't quite work out like that. I, but that being said, a bears touchdown got called back, which the replay showed. I don't know if you saw it today. I watched it showed that Nichols tipped that ball. So the, the, the pass interference should have been gone. Eddie Jackson should have had another touchdown. Absolutely. There you go. Does it feel like the Bears' defense is better than they are because they're getting a lot of calls called back? Or is that happening to every team? I don't know. I don't really look at what officiating does to a game. Um, Oh, you know, I did pull the stat up earlier. We were on this discussion, and then we went way off course. It happens once in a while. Could it be be your combination of things over there? What did did Elias you call it? Hang on. What did Elijah call it? There it is. Yeah. What's going on over there with that? Yeah. Look at you. are like a real producer over there. Uh, <laughs> people question what I'm drinking. You have this mystery orange thing that just keeps popping up into the frame there. Yeah. What's going on in that thing? Oh, it's a koozie? It's a truly. It's a, oh, a tall koozie. Are you shitting The me? cheap tall koozies uh, all came in these stupid ass colors. So that's what they are. Wow, so, Elijah. Before I was distracted by the, the distraction of being distracted. I'll get to that, Elijah. I was saying, I wanted to get back to David Montgomery. Yeah. Who, what do you think he, what do you think his position rank is at Pro Football Focus? Um, Out of 48 running backs, where do you think he is? 20. He's actually better than that. He is, uh, no. uh, he 17. Seem, it doesn't seem like he's getting, the production it just doesn't feel like he's it's 17. there he's below average yeah yeah he's 23rd in uh, with as on a running grade 
He's got a 15 passing grade. Uh, he's 17th overall. Um, do you need him? Do you need him above average? Yeah, you do. Where do you need Look, him? You're a defense. What do you want to do if you're a defense? You want to control the clock. How do you control the clock? You run the ball. How do you, how do you slow down these high-paced offenses? You you keep them off the field and you drag. You bore people. You got to bore. But you want people. People should be sleeping there at Bears games and then waking up with two minutes left to see the Bears win. That's how <laughs> this should happen. You well, watch the first half, fall asleep at halftime, wake up, and the Bears win. You're describing the, the offense should be so slow and boring. It should be all over Montgomery's legs, and then let your defense play fucking dominant ball. You seem to be and describing baseball. From Montgomery. How everybody watches uh, baseball. Everybody falls asleep during baseball for about two, three innings. That's what you seem to be discussing. Well, you just turn on. Look, if you want adrenaline, you take a steroid shot. You switch over to the red zone. Well, as we found out this week, you could have just fallen asleep during the third quarter of every game so far for the Bears because nothing really happened. You got to turn it, wait until the fourth quarter to turn them on. Jesus. You have? I have. I woke up literally with two minutes left on the clock. I look and I'm like, oh, the Bears. Oh, yeah. Look oh, at that. We're against, right at against the Panthers? Yeah. 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 Oh, you missed, so I missed, you I missed, missed some fun. Third. You missed and some fun. Yeah, yeah. You know. But the Bears won, right? Bears I, did win. Elijah changed his prediction. I want to know what you changed it from to 14 and 2. Bears. Who are they losing to? Jesus. What did he say last no, what did you say last week? Seven and nine? But what is what is I the real the Bears, prediction? Yeah, I mean we we built we, we knocked over a tomato can, you know? So uh, that you're supposed to knock over tomato cans. It's when you get to the salt aisle, can you knock over the big bags of salt? Um Wait, why do you knock over the tomato cans? Because they're easy. You just not the old Doug Buffone. You you knock down com, to, tomato cans. What like you, It's easy to accidentally knock it off the shelf. Is that what it comes from? I know it's an old saying, but why why that? Or do I kick like the big like the big can of diced tomatoes off the bottom shelf? Like what's going on? Because if you get pissed if you get pissed off at a supermarket and you see a stack of tomato cans, you just kind of smack them and they all go flying. They all fall down. How often? That's what it comes from. How often do you get pissed off at a supermarket? Like, are you Austin? pissed? Are you literally pissed at the actual supermarket, or are you pissed off while at a supermarket? What are you talking about? I was at the supermarket a couple days ago. Right? <laughs> I wanted to make some uh, pulled pork, <laughs> and I walked through the ice cream aisle because I love ice cream, and I'm looking at the ice creams. There's a kid who works there <laughs> sitting on his phone. Now, I don't give a shit if you don't want to work at work when you sit on your phone. Fine. But I watched this kid for five minutes stare at that phone. You know where he was standing? Where? In front of the ice cream cooler with the door open that he's supposed to be stocking, that he's pretending to stock. So not only is he not working and they're paying him, the company is losing money off of all that free air conditioning he's letting out. Close the damn door. And is it your job at the time to get pissed at him about this? Like he doesn't work Nobody's for you. You're not his boss. I didn't snitch on him, but I was thinking about the environment, Clark. I know you don't. Maybe, maybe you should discuss with his boss. I, I believe this is a boss problem. Like the boss is obviously sleeping like in, in the office or something. Otherwise, he wouldn't be on his phone. Like he gets away with just standing on his phone for five. Did you count? Was it really five minutes or was it, was, it like it was at least it was three minutes? I'm going to be honest. Three minutes. Three minutes. That's a long three, three. time. That's a long time. Like think well, about I'm that. Not, I'm not a fucking boomer, man. Like if I we am, went, I am X. 
Wow. So so now I'm pissed, right? Now I'm pissed. Now I go to check out, <laughs> and I have a cart full of shit, and I look. Every lane in the store is closed except the auto checkout lane, and in front of the auto checkout lane, there's six workers standing there. So I pull my cart up, and I go, hey, uh, are there any lanes open, man? And the kid goes, well, we just sent the one guy on break. I look at him. I go, that seems very inefficient, man. And he's like, what? And I just go, you know, I got the mask on. I just uh-huh. go, God damn it. And then he's like, I'll check you out, sir. I go, thank you. Wow. And then a line of people formed behind me because nobody else wanted to put up with the bullshit of going through the self-checkout when you have a lot of groceries. It's fine if you're just running in. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Al, um, maybe just... Uh, David Montgomery's shit. Do you feel you went over the line a little bit? No, no, I felt completely an old man. Like I'm, t- these fucking kids are standing around doing nothing. I have a mask on. I don't want to pack my own groceries. I have scar damage from COVID. I Jesus. can't be fucking around with bags. Billy just said that he'd pay. To, shit. He'd pay to watch a GoPro of Al socially distanced in the arrowed lanes at a grocery store. Do you have a sign that you wear like that says "Already had it"? I got the antibodies, man. Don't no worries or anything. Like you try that. I don't know. Like I, I've, I've like passed people on the street before, you know, and I'd be like, "Yeah, don't worry, I already had it." But that just weirds people out. <laughs> yeah, because then they're like, "What do you mean you have it?" Like, oh, I don't understand. Yeah. And no, I didn't pull a man. I didn't pull a Karen. I'm just saying you, you don't have to go talk to the manager, but obviously the manager is an issue and. Whatever. I don't work there. I don't need yeah, to tell them that. Yeah, Maybe. Clark is a total parent. And you know what? Maybe, I'm just a guy who loses his cool and storms off. Don't you think that you should send emails rather than go on to online forums to complain? Like, isn't not complain, but just to mention how they can be more efficient. Al, you're the king of emails. You once got a personal phone call from the regional manager of Jewel Stores. Huh? That's true. I did get a, I did get a <laughs> call from my Jewel used to be 24 hours. And then they stopped being 24 hours. The audacity. So I, so I, I sent them a, a polite email. It was very polite. It was like, hey, listen, there's people who work at night who like work. You know, this is when we shop. Yeah. We don't like people. And he, he said, yeah, he made a phone call back. That's right. COVID veteran. Yeah. Show some damn respect. Survivor, Clark. What was the... Um... What, what? I was afraid, Clark. I was petrified. True. I wore a mask all day long and I didn't know why. Then one day I went home and started feeling a little ill. Next thing you know it, I got COVID and I'm being killed. But I survived. That's it? Yeah, yeah. I'm a survivor because I can't think of the chorus. I'm a survivor. That's what. You can tell that you're not doing as much. You're not running as much karaoke as you used to because it's like if you're running karaoke five nights a week, you're not doing that in the middle of you know on your night off. Like you're just not. No. But yeah, that was that was a great performance. Thank you, Mr. Archer. Guys, if you want to perform with us live on air, seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. If you want to be seen for your performance right here. Al, you've, you've run karaoke over the uh, live Facebook Live before. I mean, hell, we could figure it out. We can do it. We can get it done. Or we could talk yeah, Chicago Bears football. Really What's that? Yeah, it, it, really work. it was a good effort. Yep. 
And actually, that's why that's how we figured out how to do our show. So now we get to do this every week. Jesus. Uh, the Chicago Bears upcoming schedule. Brandon had chimed in a bit ago. Of course, he's t- saying it. Rams over Bears this year, even though last year the Bears did beat them. Uh, I believe on a Sunday night game that last year. This year it's Monday night, seven fifteen. So uh, we won't have Bears football uh, this upcoming Sunday again. No, no. I, it's a Monday night game. I'm I'm excited about those because those are the games I get to wake up for and fully watch and not fall asleep by half that. Oh, that's so, a good point. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Niners just took it to the Rams. Tony mentioned that earlier. Jesus, Al, you got all the props over there. You're getting called out now. You you, you have your beard comb. That's yeah, impressive. I was feeling a little uh, grizzled. Yeah, Tony mentioned it earlier. The Niners were able to run all over, able to run all over uh, the Rams. We don't have a run game. They abandoned it against the Panthers. They did. When was the last time the Bears lost to the Panthers? It seems like they beat them quite often. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those teams we just have their number. Yeah. Um, yep. I kind of feel that way about the Rams, too. Like, every time I'm worried about beating the Rams, we seem to win those games. So. Yeah. Uh, we Eddie Jackson, I told you, you know, he had that, he had that touchdown taken off, uh, even though the ball was tipped by Nichols. Uh, when you and I went to that game a couple years back at Soldier Field, that's when Eddie Jackson had two defensive touchdown returns. I think one was an INT and one one was a fumble pickup. But uh Yeah. The Bears defense, man, the secondary is great. The guys up front, Jesus. Hicks, Cleo Mack, I it sounds like I'm just a bitching Bears fan with this, it might. But does he not get held? Does he not get held every like there's so many plays during the game where he's held and it's not called. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I mean he's such a dominant force that yeah, I th- I think he does. I mean that's realistic that that's how guys try to stop him and they play the odds and hope they don't get caught. But that happens to a lot of dominant forces, right? Like that's just the yeah, na- nature I mean, of the beast. I think it also looks like you're being held a lot when you're double teamed. Okay. Because you kind of get sandwiched between two guys, and it looks like they're they're holding you, but really they're just kind of sandwiching you. Yep. And he's a guy who gets double teamed a lot. So I just wish we had something else firing in there. And, you know, I know I'm bitching because, I mean, this is a really good defense. But I I wish there was – I mean, Hicks Hicks is solid, but I I just wish there was another force. You know, Quinn, Quinn on the other side is 35th out of 110 at uh, right outside linebacker. And, uh, you know, he, he, I mean, he's, he's a line guy. He's, he's, he's playing I, on the line. I like Quinn. He's, he's obviously getting like, he's probably legitimately like a 55 rating, but he, he's taking advantage of that Mac. And I, what I'm saying is I wish there was somebody a little better there. Yep. It's a long way of what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Okay. Hey, do you shop? Do you get do you, do you subscribe to one of those hipster services that picks clothes for you? No. What are those? Well, what, I was I was because I'm look I'm not a fashionable guy, so I was looking at a service where they'll just send you clothes, you mm-hmm. know, and you, you you go and they they get the sample, and I look at the sample, and every every sample was what you wear, 
was totally the exact same. It was like, oh, this is what Clark would wear. I can't wear that. Checkered shirt. It's up. Blue All the checkered, checkered shirt. Flat-brimmed flat hat. Lawrence Fish Lawrence hat. Fish hat. Beard of a certain, well, or mustache. <sighs> oh, well. Um, what about, so you want you want somebody a little bit better at, at Quinn's position. They spent a lot of money on him at the off, at, uh, during the offseason there. Yeah, but where's yeah. Danny Trevathan? Where's Smith? Where where are they? Where are they filling out filling that out? And of Not course, good. no. Not okay. Good. Okay. Akeem Hicks has to be doing all right. Yeah, Hicks is all right. He's like a. I mean, everyone on that line is like a sixty-seven. Jalen Johnson doesn't seem terrible. That's a rookie out there that I think is performing okay. If you could get over to him and let me know, are we on Pro Football Focus? Is that the numbers that you're coming in at us with? Who did you say? Cornerback, uh, right? Yeah, the the rookie, uh, Johnson, Jalen. He's a uh, 53, so 87 out of 121. Um, not rating too high. That's, But I know he, he's playing well. He, he is. Yeah. Sometimes uh, it's not about the stats. Isn't that what you told me earlier with fantasy? That's true. Yeah. Um, so waiver wires tonight, um, and uh, top guys in in like a ten ten team leagues. If you can find find uh, for quarterback Bridgewater and Stafford, uh, hang on, that's not who I got this week. This week, yeah, Stafford and Bridgewater would be would be your guys. Maybe if if you're needing a flyer at quarterback, who got who who were the big hurts uh, this week? Al, any big injuries? I can, nothing can I can share that, Clark? Huh? Can you share my screen? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hang on. Let me let me jump out of here while you try to explain it, and, I'll, and that should help make it a little bit bigger. But we can't we can't stay on vocally while just that's showing, which is my issue right, right, right now. Right. I wish I could do that. All right. Just a thought. No, no, no. So uh, you were talking – you're talking waiver wired quarterbacks? Yeah, Stafford this week is like uh QB seven in the league. He'd be a good one to go to. Bridgewater, if if you need something, that, that's taking a really big chance. Um, and this is ten person league, so I mean these are the guys. And then I like I also like uh uh this week, I know it sounds weird, McKissick would be all right. I don't know. These are these are just the guys that were showing up when I was looking earlier on my list. Well, Justin Abair is probably a decent pick, or Herbert. Is it Herbert or Abair? I never can tell. Is he French? What is he? He's the nephew of the guy. It's Abair. He's the nephew of the. There was a football player. Remember? Yeah, he's, wasn't there an yeah, Abair? Remember the quarterback, Abe? Yeah, there I think it's Hebert. nephew. Wait, I believe thanks. it's nephew. Speaking of which, uh. The nephew of uh, Peyton and Eli. I watched some of his game last week uh, for high school. He's a sophomore. Went to the same high school as his dad, Cooper, the brother who couldn't play because of a neck issue. He was a wide receiver. <laughs> his kid his kid is uh, lighting it up. His first game of his sophomore years had six touchdown passes. The high school they went to in Texas, wow. or that they're in, in uh, Louisiana, Odell Beckham Jr. also went there. And the only two players to ever have 1,000 yards receiving are Cooper Cooper Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. 
There you go. Wow. I just watched that. Yep. That's some good insight. Hey, just throwing that in. I'm just saying, keep keep your eyes out. The the, the Manning legacy may continue. Third generation could be happening. When does he quit? Like uh, four years in, or I don't know. I just like giving the Manning shit. They're, they're lovely people. Did Eli and Peyton uh, both have two? Is that what they ended up with? Two. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Who's your waiver wire go to? Well, I, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Matt Stafford is playing the Atlanta Falcons, who can't stop anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, every game with the Falcons is a shootout. Every game Detroit is in is supposed to be a shootout, and it, it seldom is. So he, he's a guy I just don't. I'm starting not to trust, uh, to be honest. But he is projected of all the of all the players on the projections, he's projected at like seventh, eighth, as you said, um, this week. And he's he's a guy who. Uh, probably isn't owned or you have a chance at a waiver wire on, but I mean, his, his draft King points, uh, his fantasy points, 17 points against the bears, 17 points against the Packers, 18 points versus Arizona. I mean, are we seeing a pattern here? Uh, 23 points versus new Orleans was as high. Like this is supposed to be an explosive offense and he has a lot of tools, but I mean, Hawkinson, you you have Marvin Jones, you have uh, Galladay, uh, I, I know there's been some injuries and there's been some uh, disruptions on that team, but overall, I don't find his ceiling to be all that exciting. Yeah. Now, Justin Justin Aber, who should be available as well, is projected for the exact same amount of points as Matt Stafford. So now you're looking at a guy who uh, projects exactly the same. Who now his his last couple games. 26 points versus the Chiefs, uh-huh. 19 points versus Carolina, 24 points versus Tampa, 27 against the Saints. So here's a guy who's project, who, who actually is putting up about 22 points a game versus a guy who's supposed to be. So Abert would be my waiver wire guy if you're looking for uh, availability. Uh, Tannehill, he should be on every, he should be on rosters by now. So, a- Abert is um, not available in the league that you're discussing. Uh, Scott. Herbert. Scott. Billy says Herbert. I'm saying A Bear. Like Sherbert. I'm I'm gonna go with A Bear. Herbert. I'm Sherbert. Mr. Uh, and go with. Uh, I could have some Sherbert. Yeah, he's. I mean, he did run a very successful long-running podcast as well for a while. I don't know how long did that run, Billy. Sherbert. We've been on. We've been on since 2012. I don't know. Right before podcasts were even a thing, we were podcasting. <laughs> we were through with it before y'all knew what to do with it. <laughs> Now listen here, the this uh, uh, this guy I forgot what I was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> guess you threw that oh, out there. Um, Herbert, a bear, uh, a bear, Tannehill. I don't know. Uh, Galladay is uh, coming. Yeah, you were talking about Tannehill that he he should have been picked up, but you know. Anyway, so we can move on. We can move on. Uh, Galladay, uh, he was hurt at the beginning of the year, so every week he's an NIU alum, by the way. Every year he's getting, or every week he's getting his legs back under him a little bit. Maybe some of that high-scoring offense that you said is always looked to happen, but hasn't happened for the Lions. Maybe it will. Um, and I know, and I know it was a disaster on Monday night, but you know Andy Dalton has a lot of uh, weapons. Oh come on. Come on, that cat. 
Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, man. Don't don't sleep on the Red Rocket. Yeah. I'm talking about a deep league. I'm talking about just somebody to keep an eye on. Billy? Absolutely, Billy. We're answering all questions. Dynasty League as well, huh? Let's discuss. I'm ready to discuss. What is the Dynasty League? Oh, wait, our our league is going Dynasty. Am I wrong? For next year, like well, this year, this, this year we might we might end up with two keepers, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I completely and forgot. I kind of maybe not this league, Al. Maybe we start another one. But I'd I'd like to discuss auction. I want to start learning auction a little bit. It seems to be all, all right. the rage. We'll you need to run a league, so next year you start an auction league. Oh, shit. I'm your first entry. All right. The gold standard, Al Larcher. Standard. So in dynasty league, go ahead with that. That'll be good. Yeah, I mean, he'll get to the question. We can keep looking at some uh, – in the meantime, let's not just stand and wait. Let's go ahead and uh, – what other uh, free agency? Position I, by position. I was waiting on you there, pal. Uh, running back, Justin Jackson, if he's around, he's he's in, and you need a running back and you're in, in, in a dire need, go for him. Uh, Joshua Kelly's out there and available. Get him. Um. What do you what do you see in it running back, my friend? Well, Justin Jackson, as you said, is is the number one pickup you're gonna want this week. He's gonna be the guy everyone's going for. Um Jackson's current status as a lead back is in uh, current timeshare paired with a fantastic schedule, making him potentially valuable season asset with Eckler remaining sidelined. The other the the quick pickup this week, and this guy is available, I've seen on some wires, is Boston Scott. Obviously, backing up Miles Sanders. Sanders is going to be out for two, three weeks. Um, you know, why, why wouldn't you want it? You mentioned McKissick. I agree. Uh, you really want to go uh, – you really want to get crazy. Jamichael Hasty of the 49ers. Oh, because Mostert's probably going to – yep, going to miss a couple weeks. Yep. And you never know what the 49ers do at running back. So. Do, do you do what I do, Al, and whenever uh... – Whenever you see a name of a player and it says NYJ next to it, do you just kind of discredit that and drop it down a little bit more? Because uh, Perrine is kind of up there. Is a... Perrine's, a, Perrine's a good stash. Perrine okay. is a guy I tried drafting in my – he was my, uh, my last me? round of most drafts. I was drafting uh, Perrine. So, because uh, I had a feeling – I remember talking to Billy about this in the draft. I thought that uh, Bell wasn't going to really last. They didn't like Bell, and they wouldn't be moving on. So that's why I grabbed him. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Okay. He's unproven, but he, he does have some talent. All right, what's question here? Billy says, value of Robbie Anderson in a keeper league. Can I tell league me? where you can keep 20. He's my wide receiver three. Should I keep or trade him for picks? Probably not going to make the playoffs. Well, I got to think with Robbie being gone – uh, out of away from the Jets, his value is better now than it ever has been. That's my idea with that. What do you think, Mister yeah, Larcher? You gonna you gonna pull well, a few I'll things up find, here? Get to I'm it. Look at his actual value. Uh, there, Brandon says that you got to go with Kelly over Jackson, and they are kind of running. They're both they're both listed there, but I think you're taking a flyer on either one at this point. It's just a matter. What do you say, Anderson? Yeah, Robbie Anderson, who's currently with the Carolina Panthers. I don't know how this. Uh... Jackson's out touching him oh, so far. 
I mean, he got he got tw- what twenty to twelve. He outtouched uh, Kelly this week, so there's got to be a search engine on this thing. We got to see that. There it is. Carried the ball eleven Anderson. times for only twenty nine yards. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Robbie Anderson has a value of one hundred and seventy. Uh, trader cut saves eight million. So. He's he's got a new contract, trader cut. Age twenty seven. He's twenty seven years old. He's on a new contract, so he's not really going to be in that contract here for a while. Uh, they'll, they'll either trade him or cut him um, because of his his price is high. So, yeah, I, Billy, I would uh, I would trade him for picks for sure. Sure. If you could get something for him, I would. Uh, he seems to be one of the lower-ranked players, and uh, that makes sense. That he—I mean—he is potentially going to get cut by this team if they make a—they want to save some money. So, if they feel he's not producing, because yeah, eight million's a lot. Uh, so, I agree with the uh, with these rankings. Good. Good. Um... Plus, he's a guy – you're always going to find a guy like Robbie Anderson. And you can find guys who are younger with with just a higher potential. Um, You know, I I would rather have, like, a rookie next year than than keep him. Yeah. If you want to join in, 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834 to call. Thank you for joining in, those of you on Facebook chat. For the podcast like listeners, that's who we're talking with is the chat room. I do enjoy the chat room a lot. That's really good. That's a great spot. Yeah, so... Uh, what else? Let me let me look at running back as far as uh, projections on the week and see if any names stick out. Um Fonte, yeah, let's let's go by projection, not by rating. That's a DraftKings thing. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Yeah, Mike Davis is projected for the most points. Madsen's for the second. Henry. Oh, this has got to be last week. It is. <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds exactly like last week's uh, plays. Here we go. Right on top of it here, live at the Sports Attic, of course. Always. I mean, this is you want high quality entertainment, you got it. Camaro's Camaro's projecting is the number one running back, followed by Zeke, Aaron Jones, Kareem Hunt, Mike Davis, and uh, Derrick Henry. Always falling out of favor, and I don't know why. Um, but names that just don't seem right that are projecting well: Ronald Jones. He's projecting at 15 points. That's not bad. He's right. He's, I mean, he's in the same James Robinson, Ronald Jones, David Montgomery, James Connor. Oh, not very okay. good. Uh, are projecting a, a kind of in a similar boat as decent plays. Uh, Justin Jackson, as you mentioned, he's projecting at 13 points, with mm-hmm. 17 point ceiling. Uh, same as somebody like Devontae Freeman, Kenyon, Kenyon Drake, and uh, DeAndre Swift. And then, yeah, Boston Scott, Kelly, McKinnon, guys near the bottom. 
And then you get your like ugly plays like Davies Murray, Frank Gore, Damian Harris, Duke Johnson. You notice Tony Pollard's been getting more touches. Yeah, I've I've been hearing that. Brandon says I'm playing against uh, Kamara and Ronald Jones. Okay. Jesus. Good luck with that. Yeah, I'll find a way. We always do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the uh, Swan over there. over-unders coming up uh, this week. Uh, uh, the high scoring that you want to look for is Houston and Green Bay. The over-under is 56. Uh, you, you may want to play. You may want to look at some of the guys there. Aaron Jones is uh, ranking pretty high at running back. Uh, the over under uh, for uh, let's see the over under for Atlanta Detroit. You mentioned them earlier. It's fifty six and a half. Those two games are kind of flying off the charts there. Gosh darn it! I'm kind of thinking about my DraftKings team a little bit here, Al. Just a little quick preview. Cool. And who maybe to go for? And uh, yeah, let, let me switch just to the main slate because you know it's yeah, yeah. At quarterback, we'll eleven game main slate. You're spending uh, a lot to go with Mahomes again, but man, he could score against Denver's defense there. So, so the question you want to ask yourself when you spend up at quarterback is: Can any of the guys underneath put up the points that the the uh, the expensive guys are? So you look at Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Mahomes, uh, Kyle Murray. They're all projecting the same, but they're all – well, Russell Wilson's projecting the most. Uh, I'm looking at – But they're all in the $7,000-plus category, which you really don't want to spend at quarterback. You know, Houston, can Houston uh, get into a shootout with Green Bay? Possible. If, it, if, it, if that happens and Watson finds his legs – He's under 7K at 6,800, but at that point, 6,800 versus, you know, for five, six hundred dollars more, I could get my homes. Probably just go my homes. So that's not an answer. It's it's a pivot, but it's not an answer. Uh, Justin Abair at uh, 6,400 or Herbert, whatever the hell it is. Abair. We talked about him. High ceiling. Uh, projects at 21 points going against Jacksonville. Uh, the game should be somewhat competitive. Um, I mean, that's a good savings there. $100 less, you're going to get Cam Newton against San Francisco. If you, if you want to see if Cam bounces back after uh, – uh, didn't look too good last week. Looks like maybe the COVID still got him, another COVID veteran. Um, you know, I understand. Tannehill's been playing lights out, and he is – he's playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's really tough defense. Like, that's a serious defense. What if what if yeah, I told you well. what if I told you you could spend just five thousand five hundred dollars on Joe Burrow, uh, who's projected to get about eighteen and a half points? What if I told you that? Does that does that does that float your your boat at all? Do you like do you like that value right there? Yeah, pretty good, right? Yeah, you know what? In tournament play, you want to spend down, and you want to be able to stack, right? Mm-hmm. So with Joe Burrow, you, 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 who, I mean, let's let's look at what you would do for a stack. So this is like a good, this is a good game philosophy if you're a DraftKings tournament player. You want a game stack. You want value at quarterback in tournament play. So now you, okay, let's look. You get Joe Burrow. Let's lock him in here. 
at 5'5". Five, five. Now you need to stack him. And what I'm excited about is the run back. Let me put him in. Cleveland, you, you could get Higgins for cheap, probably no ownership. Odell Beckham's been playing like shit, but he has big games, and he has big games in games like this, and shitty games. So uh, forget forget A.J. Green. He's dust. Uh, T. Higgins at 5'3". I think that's priced a little too high. Tyler Boyd, boom. You know, you grab that. He's 5'4". So now you have your, you have your wide receiver, too. You have your starting quarterback. Now, you're going to go over – I wouldn't double-stack that game. But if you did, you know, maybe Mixon at running back would be a decent play. Um, I generally don't like to do wide receiver running back stacks, but I think it makes sense here. Uh, so, full game stack. Let's just go for it. Fuck it. We're going to put Mixon in uh, the running back position. Okay. Now we're going to look at Cleveland and how we run this back. And, uh, I mean, it's easy. It's Odell Beckham. There's your answer. Jarvis Landry – how did he do last week? I, he, he's been, he hasn't been looking right. I mean, he's been looking slow. He's been looking a little injured. Yeah. Um, I know he's coming back from, I think, a leg injury. Uh, yeah, I mean, seven drafting points, 12, 15. You see, he's seeing the targets. He's not getting uh, the action. I'm, I'm looking more at Odell, who is still getting the targets, and he's still Odell Beckham. Last week, he only had four targets, but the weeks prior, nine, eight, six, six, ten. Um, and of course he went off for 38 points just three weeks ago. How soon do we forget, uh, in a shootout game. So if this game were to shoot out, which it does have potential, potential for, so we got Burrow, we got Mixon, we got Boyd, we got Beckham, and I'm just going to ran, I'm just going to optimize the rest. Let's go with Tyreek Hill in there, man. I didn't select all the fucking... I'm just saying. You want to put Hill in? I mean, we're talking, right, it's going to yeah, cost you 6,400 bucks. Going. Six thousand four hundred bucks for Hill this week against Denver. All right, so, and I will save this team, so we'll, we'll actually see how it does. All right, so now you're gonna throw Hill in there. You're gonna spend up a oh, six four. You're right. That's a hell of a hell of a value. There you go. One of the things I always look for in games is is the projected points per salary. So how much they're projected versus how much they cost. And you see a lot of guys like Jeff Smith is still $3,000, okay? That's uh, that's silly. And uh, he's projecting for nine points uh, with a floor of five. So Jeff Smith, three grand, if you're looking for savings so you can spend up to get a running back you like, uh, there it is. But Tariq Hill is like fourth on the list in points for salary, and that's why he's a good play. So Hill, we'll throw Hill in there. And who are the Chiefs playing? You I'm know, trying to actually build. I'm trying to build this team in right now. Who do you have on this team so far? Let's run that back. Joe Burrow. I have Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, ran back with Odell Beckham and Tyreek Hill. Now I could get off of Mixon and maybe even go to uh, Higgins and do a double wide receiver stack. If we wanted to do that. But it depends on how healthy Mixon is. I mean, he, the best play. I'm he not finished at, the game. He did finish the game. I'm not looking at uh, uh, ownership. Okay. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't have ownership. Yeah, I on think here he's right fine. Now. I think he's fine this week. Okay. Game logs: 18 carries, 24 carries, 25 carries. Uh, yeah, 25 attempts, 24 attempts, 18 attempts. Dude's getting volume. Okay. And the, that was against he got 18 attempts against the the Colts 
The Baltimore Ravens, he had 24 attempts. So two tough teams. Colts held them to 54 yards. Ravens held them to 59 yards. Now, this is a competitive game against Cleveland. When they played the Jacksonville Jaguars, he went for 151 yards and two touchdowns. So I don't think he gets receiving equity. I think that's the downside on him. Okay. He gets, that's not true. Six targets, eight targets, three targets. So he's, he's going to be involved in the game plan. So I, I, I think that, or you do the double wide receiver stack. I'm not sure. Your call. You make the call, Clark. Um, let's do the, uh, the double wide receiver stack. All right. So we come off Mixon. Yep. We come on to Higgins. Now H- we have a lot of money to spend. Higgins, you know, Tavern, we're at five rest grand. We still have a defense and a tight end. Yep. Who, who, so, who's, who are our running backs right now? Base our. No, go ahead. Let's go to um, defense. Nobody. No, you can't. You can't answer your defensive question until you have. We're we're doing an optimal stack. Right. So you can't answer your defense until you know your running backs. Okay. So if we're piecing it together, you know Miles Davis. We can spend up at this point a little bit. And this yeah. be a tur- we're doing tournament team. Mike Davis, I think, is who you meant it, meant there probably. You're right. Yeah, Mike Davis. I did meet him. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, Alvin Kamara is the number one projection at running back. Do we believe he's worth? You know, are we going to get thirty points from Alvin Kamara? Going against Carolina. Carolina's been pretty bad against the running back. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me actually double check that. Let's go down a little bit to Aaron Jones to run all over Houston. They got the big over under as well. Yeah, man, I feel like I feel like Aaron Jones is a guy who just doesn't get the respect because of that fat guy. That's what I always think about. Lacey Evans. Lazy Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he screwed everything up for me in that in that team. Um Carolina defense. Hold on, let me just see where they're at. Well, they held the Bears to 13 fantasy points, but they gave 36 to Atlanta, 18 to Arizona, but 37 to the Rams, and 48 to uh, the Bucks. So, yeah, they're pretty bad, uh, but they have been getting a little better. Um, who did you say? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. So here's my problem with Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Derek Henry's three hundred dollars less in Houston. Tampa Bay, the strength of Tampa Bay is they have these big fat guys. If Billy was still here, he'd explain it. Derek Henry's a against bunch of Pittsburgh. fat guys. Remember when the Bears? Right, I'm talking Aaron Jones now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And Houston has a bunch of fat guys up front. You do you remember when the Bears had Keith Trailer? Absolutely. And Ted Washington. Absolutely. You remember that defense? Yes. That's the. That's ex- that's the defense Tampa Bay is running right now. Same style, same build of player. So, Aaron Jones does catch the ball. He does have equity in the passing game. And I think Tampa Bay is pretty weak against uh, running backs in the past. But that's that's a concern. Whereas Derrick Henry is going up against Houston. Wait, Aaron Jones went against Tampa this past week. They're going against. He's going against. He's going against Houston this week. Aaron Jones is. 
they they just played Tampa. Tampa kicked the shit out of them. God damn it! Let me close last week's tab. Jesus, larger. Last week. You're right. I'm sorry. All right, None of that, all that was bullshit. Billy's still here. The Bucks are playing the Raiders, though. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, right. Billy. Here, let's just listen, go ahead and. I have had some coffee and a little right weed there, just and, so you see it to make sure. Yeah. Al, hello. I had right. the wrong tab open. Brandon, Brandon can help. See. There you go. Zika. Oh, so Kamara versus Carolina. Wow, yeah. This is just like doing a Zoom with your with your fantasy football league, Al, except uh, it's only you and I allowed to talk. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Nixon's projected well. You said Aaron Jones? I'm good with Aaron Jones. All right, let's put him in. You know, I think for eight hundred dollars more, I'd rather have I'd rather have uh, uh, Kamara. But let's move away from Kamara because he he has his bust games. I'm definitely more comfortable with Zeke Elliott, to be honest, against Washington. Do you want to try squeezing both in? Yep. That, was, might, that probably wouldn't work, but let's just test. Let's see. Zeke and Jones. Then our average salary yeah, remaining is three thousand. Uh, That's all right. We got a defense and a tight end. Let's let's see. So, we, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We can spend down at tight end. We can find a good value over at tight end here. Let's see. Um, let's let's get some. I have Jesse James popping in the ratings, and I don't know why. So I'm not. I'm gonna say no there. Schultz will cost you three thousand nine hundred bucks going up against Washington. That's tough because you just don't know about Dalton, of course. Ebron's been popping up so much lately. You know, you know what, Clark? Before we do this, let's get let's get uh, let's get our defense, so then we just know how much we have to spend. Okay, I'm down. I'm down. I like that. That's a good build. Um, hang so on. we have Dallas and Green Bay as our. Uh, as our running backs, you generally want to pair your running back with a defense. Green Bay versus Houston's projecting okay at 3K. I probably want to go cheaper, though. Yeah. I do want to go cheaper. Cowboys. Dallas is 3K, but against Washington, man, that's big city. But they've been playing so terribly. <clears throat> Yeah, Cowboys, man. Uh, hmm. I you think like the Cowboys I, play? I think so. All right, well, you know what? Let's do it for the sake of correlation. Who's the quarterback? We'll stack, we'll stack Zeke and the Cowboys. Yeah, let's do that. Huh? Yeah, I'm with you on that. And then tight end, we got quite a bit of money left over there. $3,300 left. So we have a stack... We we now have a stack within a stack. We ran back the defense. This is like, uh, you know, this is like pro construction. This is good. This is good for if no one's ever played before. This is um, this is kind of how you want to approach it. Thirty-three hundred dollars. Game you like that you think is going to be a shootout that other people don't. You take the quarterback and you take their wide receivers. So you're getting all the equity of the passing game. Sample cost. That means the other side is getting equity as well. So you you, you take another wide receiver from the opposing team, which then uh, means they're going to go off. So you take their number one. 
So now you're getting all the passing yards from that game. And now you take in by doing that, by taking an unpopular game, you're spending down. So now you get to spend good money at running back, which you just saw us do. We're getting Zeke Elliott and Aaron Jones and both in smash spots, both expensive, a lot of equities in our running game, both could put up 30 points. And, uh, and if our, the other things hit, if that stack hits, then it's solid. Now, when you have a good running back and you're, you're dominating the run game, chances are your defense is playing well because you're controlling the clock. So we take the Dallas Cowboys defense who are, who just happens to be playing a shitty quarterback who likes to throw uh, interceptions and uh, night, they score one touchdown on defense. We're, 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 we're you know, we're flying. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I believe that we've kind of run our shell, run ourselves into a wall here. And uh, we okay. have $3,300 left. I think that our best option there undervalued would be, uh, would be Drew Sample for Cincinnati. I mean, we're, we're just kind of grasping at straws a little bit at this point because all of the guys, I mean, we're need, we should, we should want to spend at least four at this week, this week, if you want anything out of it, how do you, or am I wrong on that? Am I wrong about the tight end position? I think that the sloppiest place you can be in, in fantasy and daily fantasy is the 4,000 to $5,000 range at uh, t- at tight end, because you need a guy to score at 4,000, just going by the three multiplier, you have mm-hmm. to get 12 points. Generally speaking, those guys under four grand are putting up nine points, seven to nine points at 12. It's hard. Just, it's just hard to rationalize spending that money. Now, when you get up to the six K range, now you're buying another wide receiver and you're hoping for, you know, uh, a Kelsey to put up 35 points. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. But I just find that range of that, that 4k just to be death, just to be like, like last week, I think Hopkins Hopkinson, uh, the, the D- Detroit tight end. Yep. It was in that $4,000 range. Seemed like a perfect play. I spent the money there and it got like seven points. So I get it. Like if you can be more comfortable at tight end, okay. But chances are you're going to find the right value. So what I look for is floor. And I, I uh, sorted, uh, let's see, I'm going to sort it so I can only look at players under the what we have. Uh, all right. Yeah, Jesse James is popping, as I mentioned earlier. I don't know why, though. So let's kind of skip that. The highest floor would be Jordan Atkinson with Houston. But I know he shares time with uh, the other guy. I'm a little nervous mm-hmm. there because he, he could put up a goose egg. Drew Sample, were you mentioning him? Yeah. Is that where you came to? Yep. Yeah, Drew Sample has the second highest floor here. He's projected at six points. He has a ceiling of nine. Very realistic to get nine points. Uh, let's see what he's done. Oh, but man, now we have now we have a true game stack. We have, we're we're balls in on the game stack because we oh, have Jesus. four Cincinnati Bengals players. Hang on, what's the over so under there? We would have all their equity. Yikes, we could be in trouble. Yeah, I'm not. You know. Last game, Drew their over unders at fifty. It's at fifty though. Their over unders at fifty. So fifty. Should we try to? If we're gonna build it, look for that. But if we're gonna build a stack, I'm, I'm thinking, or if we're gonna build this lineup, maybe 
now we can go and see where where can we save a little bit of money. Is is that normally where you, where you'll be when you're building a lineup? Let's see here. So so Cincinnati's projected at 21 points in that game. So that's three touchdowns. No, you can't. So yeah, no, that's not uh, uh, not wise, no, dude. You, you can't. You can't full stack it. Not wise, especially with a backup there. Yep. Oh, Shaughnessy. I thought you mentioned his name, did you? No, I was mentioning uh, a former Bear who has touchdowns in consecutive uh, games. Oh, they must be off. Or they must not be playing in the main slate. But uh, for Miami, Adam Shaheen for the second straight week had a touchdown. <laughs> Bears. The big guy. Yeah, Bears. Bears. Jesse James. I wonder. I wish I knew why Jesse James is speaking. Hawkinson. Well, let's just see if he's getting targets. Maybe that's what it is. Because he's the Detroit. He's the well, blocking tight end in Detroit. And their their opponents rank. Yeah, he's getting twenty eighth. He is getting targets. Four targets. Two targets. Two targets. You know, one catch, thirty one yards. One catch, three yards. Three catches, 28 yards, and a touchdown. So he's put up, you know, 11 points is as high. One point is as low. Uh, that's that's scary. And I think we could do better. We still have money. I don't know, team. man. Ryan Griffin against Buffalo. Buffalo's really good against tight end. Uh, and then there's the, the horrible answer every week. Chris Herndon of the Jets. Oh, boy. Who just burns you every time he plays. But I think he gives you six points, right? Yeah. Uh, four points, two points, five points, no. Ian Thomas, he was all the talk. Going to replace Greg Olson in uh, Carolina. I don't think he's done, Dick. Nope. Drew Sample. It all comes back to Drew Sample. There you go, but that's too many. That's far too many yeah. uh, from one team. But I'm not that confident about Higgins. Okay. Well, then let's jump off of Higgins. Well, let's see. Points points per salary for uh, Drew Samples is two. So remember that, too. All right. Let's see where Higgins ranks uh, in wide receiver. Select none. Let's go here. Higgins. His point is he's a uh, 2.4. And are we looking at so sample right now while we're doing this? Let me just see so I can. Then we have $5,400 to play with for this flex position. Don't forget, we did have him in the flex, which I guess I haven't looked at timing of games yet, but. That's true. We could move. Uh, oh, I don't know if that matters. Jesus, four players from that Cincy Cleveland game. Let's go big or go home. It's crazy, but we, we. I mean, we're mad scientists. We're going to have a very low owner. This is a tournament, so we're going to have a mm-hmm. low ownership. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. else is doing it. Uh, you know, maybe we, maybe we take a shot here and. Uh, 
We'll see if the Larcher and Lawrenson team. Oh, can win the Millie. Well, let's see where it goes. Maybe we can win we're, the Millie. Do you want to be a Bengals fan for one week, Clark? Yeah, uh, I I could be down with that. I could definitely be down. Absolutely. One one Sunday in October, the or the month of the orange. Could you look at the other orange team on the AFC and you, you give them a, a rooting interest? Absolutely. This, uh, Sunday. Are they who they or who that? Who they? One of them. The Saints are who that, and they're who they. I don't know. It's something. No idea what you're talking about. I don't know. That's what the fans quite chant. Frankly, I, quite frankly, I, it almost sounds racist. I was so once. I, I, hope you know I was once about. at a Buffalo Wild Wings in uh, Oxford, Ohio, uh, Miami of Ohio, uh, the college, watching a Bears game, and uh, mo- the sound was on for the Cincinnati game, so there were a lot of Bengals fans around. Anyway. And they were either saying who they or who that. I don't know. It was one or the other. So if we're going wide receiver, and we have, we I believe our current salary left, if samples in there, is fifty four hundred dollars. So that's I have the team full. You do. Who do you have in the flex? Uh, T Higgins. I thought we were taking him out. That's what we're discussing. If we were going to replace him. I thought we were just going to say fuck it and go full on Cleveland stack. And Oh, that'd be five Cleveland. Oh, or Cincy Cleveland. Yeah, uh, sure. What the hell? Yeah. What Quarterback, the two wide receivers. All right. Let's see what – let's <laughs> let's be realistic, though. Let's see what Joe Burrow has ever done. Has he ever put up 300 yards? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He's, uh, I mean, give, the kid, give the kid a break here. We're betting money on the kid. So he'd get the, if he gets a 300-yard bonus, and he sco- he throws for two touchdowns. What if we play your David Johnson at flex there instead of Higgins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that doable? It is doable. Because I'm I mean I'm going to be honest. I see two. I see him going if he could go over 300 yards and throw for two touchdowns. That's a good day. Does he run? I don't even – does Burrow have any legs? How did we even get to the stack? Like, Jesus Christ. I don't know. We just – we got there. This is this is expert stack building with Larcher and Lawrence, and this is this is going to become the new the new way of podcasts when it comes to building lineups. Rushing. Here's, here's who right, I He's have. ran the last, last four games, last three games. Who? He ran four times for 11 yards. Three times for 10 yards, three times for two yards, but one of them was for a touchdown. Who's this? Burrow. Okay. What's he passed for? He's a 300-yard guy. Every game but one game, he's put up 300 yards. And that game was against the Ravens. He put up 183, but it was against the Ravens. He put up 300 yards against the Colts. This is why he's valued where he is. Here, here's again. yes, he's Matt valued Ryan. where he is. This is Matt why we built this team. This is the the show pot. This is where we win the Millie Maker larger. Is right here. Oh, I'm not putting this in the Millie Maker unless you want to go ten dollars in on it. Then yes, maybe. yes. Joe yeah. Burrow at quarter. Yeah, for the show, I'll do. Like this is basically this why is here, this will be the best ten dollars spent in uh, advertisement for the show. All right. When we here's win. two options. 
Here's the dumb option, which is what you're on, and I'm not opposed to it. I say it's a dumb option, I but love I'm fully the in dumb option. Is, yes, I'm it's a good option. Fully in for giving the ten bucks to get to play one 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 million maker team and it being the sometimes you eat gabagool, you know. I don't know. So so <laughs> we we can put the twenty dollars in, or we can find like a single entry game where you're only allowed one team, a tournament where you're only allowed one team with a decent payoff. That's probably less. How much are we spending there? I would go under 20. (sighs) Or are you on a Millie maker? It's up to you. No, I don't know. We can go. (sighs) Do you want to play 200,000 people with this team? Which again, this team is very unique. So unique New York. No one else is going to play it. We're not like, this isn't what we would normally do playing, (laughs) but for the show, I think that's what we're doing. Uh, Joe Burrow at quarterback, Aaron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott, Tyree Kill, Tyler Boyd, OBJ, Drew Sample. At your flex is David Johnson. Oh shit! I forgot to change. Uh, let me. And at, and at defense is the Cowboys. Right? Would you rather Higgins is out, Johnson's in? Yeah. I, I like part of me wants to go just balls in on the nuclear. Uh, we got two running backs. We got a running back stack in the Green Bay Houston game too. This is there's some there's some fun Ooh. stacks around here. That's um, but and we got. But I do think. Go ahead. Yeah, like we have right, Zeke stacked on. with Dallas's defense too because like that makes sense if if it's going to go the way we want it to. So we, we put your sample. We took Higgins out. Um, man, I don't know about, like, a running back in an environment where they should be losing and they're going to have to go pass heavy. I don't think David Johnson I, – I will say he is projecting well. Well, then let's He's go Higgins. The let's system. go Higgins. No, uh, no, 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 no. The, I Like I said, I only see two touchdowns. So Boyd gets one, Sample gets one, or Higgins gets one. I don't see all three of them getting one. Yeah. So then you would need you would need Higgins to go for, you know, 100 yards, uh, Boyd to get a touchdown, and, you know, or Boyd goes for 120 yards, Higgins goes for 40 with a touchdown, and Sample goes 40 for a touchdown. Like, I, I think that's feasible, but. Again, if you're just joining us in this segment, Al and I are currently building the perfect uh, DraftKings lineup for the main slate uh, this upcoming week. We haven't decided which game we're going into, uh, the Millie Maker, or uh, what else is there, like a, a one-team only allowed? Yeah, like there's there's games for like, you know, $15,000 where, you know, it's an $8 entry. You're only allowed one team, and – uh, so you don't have you're not playing guys throwing 20 teams in there or 150 teams. They're they're going. This is what I believe in. This is the one team. And okay. You're only playing maybe 15,000 people versus 250,000 people who have the ability to put 150 teams in at a time. Okay. So right now I have it in a three dollar game uh, that allows 20 per. A 100k to first. This is where I built it over on DraftKings. Just, 
just building it just so we could okay. see it and money wise. Um, but they allow 550,000 teams in this. That's a lot. First I place, mean, though, know, is $100,000. It's nice to look at that, but uh, smart, like this year I made a bet to be a smarter gambler. And I'm winning, you know, I'm I'm right. winning money on a regular basis. Absolutely, and that's that's what you should do for yours. But for the show, I think for one team, right, right. I'm going to enter this into the $300 one, and it's got Johnson and not Higgins. But I'm going to enter it in. Well, hold on. let's let's find. Let me let me just tell you some stats on Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. In a game they lost against the Titans, he put up 13 points. In a game they won. So now you use them running back more against Jacksonville. He put up 12 points in a game. They lost, which is common 11 points in another game. They lost 12 points. Another game. They lost seven, but it was the Ravens. So his actual, his high game on the week on the year was last week at 14 points. <laughs> just, just putting that out there. So, so are they, are they going to win Let me against the Packers? See, this is why the over/under is fifty-six. It's it's one of the high. It's the second highest of the slate, man. Because there's going to be throwing bombs to Fuller. It's a Will Fuller week, my friend. Um, well, then what the hell? Let me is just let me just let me just see what what else we could buy. That's all I'm saying. I'm in. We can we can we can look around. I'm going to go to the flex position. Let me filter it so it's just the money we have, so I don't get lost looking. Philip uh, Lindsay, uh, Brandon Cooks. This is a flex position, by the way. Um, oh, it's because the Packers are so bad against the run. That's why. That's why okay, Johnson's so high. Um, Kelly, fifty-one hundred. Is he going to get the, the, the right amount of touches there, as we discussed earlier, with the Chargers? Right. Oh, I'm seeing some bright greens there. Some guys are popping on the chart. Samuel? You know who's pop, popping the highest? Higgins. David Johnson. Fucking A is. By a, lot, by a, a huge margin. <sighs> Higgins projects is the same there. Cooks. Brendan Cooks. That's an interesting uh, Houston, because now now we're saying that Houston game is a shootout. Now we're saying they're going to be losing, and they're going to be passing. So Brandon Cooks. Right. So Brandon Cooks correlates perfectly with Aaron Jones and the Packer and the Dallas. Not the Dallas, but the yeah. It, it, yeah, it goes it goes against the defense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I'd rather I, stack Cooks than Johnson, but. Now, now listen. Now listen to this. Green Bay's decent. Brandon Cooks. Here's here's his numbers over the last two weeks: nine catches, sixty-eight yards, a touchdown, twenty-one fantasy points, twelve targets, eight catches, a hundred and sixty-one yards, and a touchdown, thirty-three DraftKings points. Uh, prior to that, he he put a goose egg up. That's the week I played him. Uh, week before that, five fourteen. So. You know, we're saying that Houston's going to have to that that game's a shootout, 
uh, Green Bay is going to want to run the ball once they take a lead. Houston's going to be throwing the ball, throwing the ball deep. Brandon Cooks, I believe, is their speed guy. <coughs> mm-hmm. And if not, and I know Will Fuller is lifts the, the lid and opens up the underneath. So I would go Brandon Cooks or one of my favorite plays every week, John Brown of the Buffalo Bills no. catching those deep balls from Josh Allen against the New York Jets. Ooh, that sounds enticing. Enticing. Yeah. Yeah. I've been so. shit talking the Jets quite a bit today, so they're kind of low hanging fruit. Let's put John Brown in there. Now, I will say John Brown's done shit all year. This high game is nineteen points. But and Diggs is their number one, you know. This isn't last year, is what I'm saying. Last year that was been I'm I'm still thinking Brandon Cooks. All right, Cooks it is. You happy with Cooks? I mean, Green Bay's pretty good against, uh, you know, the the pass. But, however, I mean, they're also going against a damn good quarterback. Um, and we're expecting uh, we're expecting Houston to be, to be playing from behind. So, I I don't see yeah. why we wouldn't go with that. And we, we have so much correlation, it's ridiculous. Yep. Like, this whole team is built around correlation. So, all right, I'm. Uh, is there a difference if I enter with the points, or am I still in it for real? What do you mean? Because this year you you can enter two different ways. You can enter with points that you've built up, or crowns. Oh yeah, that's real. That's oh, yeah. real. That's a free right. game. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll use my crowns on uh, this team as well. And there it is. Game. I threw that into the three dollar one, just because that's what I was already I built it. So, yeah, throw that one in somewhere. And that'll be for the both of us for for the show. That's going to be our salary. Let's see how well this team does uh, before any promises are made. Oh, they're going to win it all. Yeah, listen, if 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 Cleveland goes bonkers, we're winning everything. We are going to be smoking prime grade A shit in Hawaii. But, you know, we're going to Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii. Is it legal? We're is, going to our Pro Bowl. Is weed legal there? I would think so. It's an island. When are we going to Hawaii? Like in the spring? Next summer? We'll work that out once we get the travel arrangements once oh, we get the Prices court. are going to go sky high, like next fall. Everybody's going to want to fucking travel everywhere. Japan, Japan is flying people in for free, so maybe we should go to Japan. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm sure that I'm sure the family will be fine. It's good. Al, you got to hang out with the family a little bit last night. I did. I did. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Angel was by. looking good in those polka dots. You're like you, you came in. You go. I already had it. I'm, we're all fine. No, you didn't say that. But yeah, Hazel looked good in the polka dots. You had to pretend that you liked polka dots. That was good. Oh, love them. Um, Hazel loved that you loved them. Well done. You you, you played the part right. And then uh, we watched Wrestle Kingdom, or I'm sorry, we watched the G1, NJPW, uh, the G1 final. That was yeah. fun. I enjoyed it. I mentioned earlier that I was having trouble staying awake because the night before I was awoken to a car that was drunk out front crashing into parked cars on the street. And uh, 
went out and made sure and that you went out there like the neighborhood gossip. We were no, we were neighborhood watch. We were looking out, and I wanted to make sure that that guy was going to be held accountable for his actions, and he was. Because you I, don't you don't hit cars. Are you the neighborhood gossip. No, I'm not a gossip. I kind of think you are. Like I'm you, you, I'm not a gossip. I no. I always, you always have stories of you're doing something with the neighbors. It's not always the same neighbor. No, we always like, hang out with the neighbors. You're, you're, you're getting scammed by the jumpy people, and we have a neighbor. Yeah, I, I think a we, we have a neighborhood where we uh, where we we get to know each other, so we can all kind of uh, bond together. We're not a neighborhood watch. I'm not the neighborhood narc, Elijah. That's absolutely ridiculous. He's clearly, the neighborhood narc. I am not the neighborhood narc. That's absolutely I can't ridiculous. Somebody stuck with us through all that fantasy. Talk. What? <laughs> Thank you, Elijah. <laughs> Well, he's going to be witness. We he's going to be witness to the build of the greatest team that we've ever had. If this outscores anything, oh, that'll be good. Anyway, the guy was held accountable. He's at the end of. He's at the corner, Al, like trying to drive forward, and the engine's just revving. And I did the thing where I woke up and I thought that I it might have been in the dream that I heard it, but then I heard it again. I'm like, no, somebody's fucking up cars out there. And sure enough, he was drunk. Anyway, the the police officers showed up and arrested said man. Dark Lawrence and missed missed Lawrence car too, so that's <laughs> that's a plus. No offense to the neighborhood, it's not Nark and Dark <laughs> Lawrence. And if you did it right, it'd be Clark the Nark asshole. <laughs> no, no, no. I like Nark Lawrence much better. <laughs> oh, great! Oh, that's ridiculous. This is rude. Yeah, you're calling your Karen, and you're, you're getting the manager. I'm just blowing off steam. You're getting managers. You're, you're the the Nark Lawrence in the neighborhood, just, uh, busting people with the popo. Clark, quick the show. I don't know what to do now, like uh, because he was in charge of the buttons. I don't even think I can turn the show off. We're stuck here. This is the show now. I didn't fucking leave. I'm still here. No, oh, he's back. Jesus. Thanks for listening. That's funny. I think I was called Clark the Narc once, like in junior high. I totally. You you were the narc. Kid, I was not the narc. You were the narc. No, you weren't the narc. No. You weren't the narc. I was not the narc. Was there a narc in everybody's like circle? Was there a narc that like always gave in? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think so. First place engine. Oh, early game only. Try to figure out a game to enter. Now. Nah, oh, yeah. here we go. Not the twelve early game bucks. Anymore. Twelve bucks. Twenty-five thousand people. Top prize. Twenty-five thousand dollars. This is the worst twelve dollars I'll ever spend. Here we go. Single entry, fair catch. Enter. And we'll put this silly little team in. He was really there that whole time. I but I mean, this must also be like video game time too as well. Right? Like Al, What's like that? you'd be listening to this show playing a game. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. That works out. It's just well. out in the background. Right, right, right. Like that's how most podcasts. Like are. right now, you're riding up and you're 
you got your group and you're going up to to shoot somebody? No. Yeah, or I'm building a castle, or I'm uh, avenging my former death uh, as an assassin in the uh, the old world with my sword and uh, bow. Yeah, yeah. I've got to uh, I've got to get the kids into games. Hazel's there now. She's three and a half. Yeah, definitely. Maybe we'll start with the phone app games. I think Elijah mentioned that to me two years ago when they were too young to really grasp. You got to get her on. uh, oh yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. What's the Alien Terrace one that you were mentioned last night? Or oh, did I download that game? I did. Maybe. Oh, what am I doing? Oh, what about Among what Us? Am I doing? Among Us was something that you uh, suggested last night. Yeah, like a few people have suggested that. Uh, yeah, get around XCOM. Learn a lot. XCOM for uh, iOS. Okay. No, not really. That's the game I play. What uh, game? XCOM. Okay. Like, that's not a kid's game. She won't, Number one, she wouldn't understand it. Number two, it's too violent. Probably scary. Okay. I don't know these kids and their Disney. Um, yeah, Among Us. Patrick recommended it to me. And then I got like two other texts from other people saying, do you play this? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And, uh, but it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a good experience, but I played it in the middle of the night where I think it was just a bunch of like weird Indian people who, who, uh, they don't, the sentences are weird, like misspelled. And then it's just like, are you girl? Are you girl? Like, that's uh, all people keep posting. And it was, cause you're playing late but, at night you, and it's like daytime. Yeah, it's randos. I yeah. think if you played people, you know, like it's, it's right. a fun game. Right, so. right, right, right. I'm in. All right. Well, I mean, what else is there to say, Clark? I, I'm pretty sure that we covered the entirety of the beginning and the end. Wow, that's deep, man. The beginning and the end has been covered. It is deep. Well, now we shall go in peace. Let's let's uh, let's hope for Cincinnati to uh, have a, the the best game of, uh, of their careers. Uh huh. And then we'll uh, we'll go to Hawaii or Japan. We'll go to Japan. We're gonna go to Japan and watch some wrestling. I would imagine it. You got to show me NJPW. Yeah. You could definitely go see some NJPW. Oh, Joe Burrow, fucking that's twelve dollars on that. Guys, thank you all for listening to us live at the Sports Attic. We'll be back next Tuesday night. We'll tell you a story about how we booked our flight for Japan. Very impressive. All right, brother. All right, man. I'll talk to you. All right. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.